Scotty, can you integrate that pilot now? I think so, Captain. We'll be right there. Call McCoy to the transporter room. Spock? Have you got them? Just putting them together now, sir. appears to be. I don't want to think about it. Cyrano Jones! And he's got triples with him. Triples! Hello and welcome to Snaptrek, the podcast which compares two episodes of the galaxy's favourite science fiction franchise, Star Trek. I'm one of your hosts, Ross Webster, and I'm joined by Jen Tift. Hello, Jen! Hey Ross, how are you? <laughs> I am good. It's so lovely to talk to you again. Oh, it's so great to hear your voice. After our, well, the unexpected hiatus <laughs> as the Binars upgraded my computer core. <laughs> but it's back and it works beautifully. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. That's great. And you've been good? Yeah, I've been good. It was, you know, it was a good time to have a hiatus uh, uh, for me. It's a little, you just know, transitional. Get, get some breathing time, room yeah. and just sort of catch up on how the world is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so everything is 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 um, settled down for me, and um, I'm ready to snap some track. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Very unusual. I don't think I know this game. What's it called? Chula. What are the rules? During each snap track, we compare the episodes using a variety of categories. We select a scene or line or alien or prop, which we think is excellent, and we award points to the answer which we think is the best. Aggressive. Adversarial. Competition. For fun. Snaptrek is a competition, but it's played just for fun. There are no prizes or trophies. The real aim is to have a great conversation about Star Trek and perhaps think about the episodes in a new way. We love to hear from you. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Snaptrek. Send us your ideas for episode comparisons and the categories. And of course, send us your Star Trek lyrical recaps, any Star Trek poetry, haiku, limericks, rhymes or verse. Uh, you can get in touch with me at strtrk1701. And Jen? And you can get a hold of me on Twitter also. I'm at edatquarks. Fantastic. So let's get into this. This is a rather special snap track. Uh, more of a short snap, in fact. A short snap. A short snap. Uh, and we're going to get into a little trouble as our crews deal with the fallout of genetically modifying those rapidly reproducing furballs, the tribbles. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky enough to watch the Series 2 short trek, The Trouble with Edward. And Jen, what what did you watch? And I was, I guess you could say, lucky enough to (laughs) watch Star Trek The Animated Series, Season 1, Episode 5, More Tribbles, More Troubles. And what what a perfectly (laughs) bizarre comparison, as these both sort of deal with the same... Baffling concepts of, ge- of genetically modifying triples. A triple Palooza Part Two. You know, nice. we had so much fun doing uh, 
<laughs> doing um, trouble with tribbles versus trials and tribulations. We had to. Uh, we we had to come up. Them. We had to have to bring up the next ones. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a fun way too. I think to try to get the short tracks and the animated series, you know, into the mix here. Of course, kind of because this was this was initiated as sort of a celebration of the lower decks animations as well, wasn't it? We were thinking of yeah. that. Oh yeah, which turned out to be amazing. I don't know if you've seen any of it. I have not seen. I have not seen many of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about it. Yeah, it's yeah. We'll a wait real until. Shame. Yeah. Oh, it's such a shame. It's such a shame. And and oh my lower decks. I don't even know where to begin. It's so great. I love it so much. And um, well, I will definitely have to figure out a way to get lower decks in in the Snapdrack, but not until it's available to everyone. It's it's only the internet, everyone. It's only the internet. We could do oh, it. No, this it's all connected. <laughs> complicated. <laughs> Well, and now, I mean, and in that vein, that's why we finally got to do a um, one of the short tracks. Because exactly. Now, uh, they released available. the Blu-ray in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. I bought the Blu-ray. Then my computer broke down. <laughs> Just in are. time for your computer to break down. Exactly. <laughs> start, <laughs> Took a little break. <laughs> start looking at this Blu-ray on my on my desk for, for three months, looking at a Blu-ray I couldn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that that's all settled. And um, yeah, this was a fun little comparison. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love the triples? It was good. It <laughs> works. This is a. This is going to be a beautiful sequel to our previous triples episode. <laughs> so let's begin. Commander, I would like to remind you about my poetry reading this afternoon. I wouldn't miss it for the world. I can't wait to see what he's come up with. Uh, as ever, we begin each episode with a lyrical recap of the episodes under discussion. Jen, would you like to give us your lyrical recap of More Tribbles, More Troubles? <laughs> sure. So the first time we did our, when we did our first Tribble episode, I uh, did some Tribble haikus, um, which were a lot of fun to do. So I thought I would continue the... Um... <laughs> I, expect, I absolutely expected this because they were so good last time. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Well, I mean, well, these aren't as good as the last time. Oh, <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> but they're fun to write, as always. Okay, so so that you know, I got, I got there's a there's a few of them, so I'll just keep going here. All right, so the first one is from the perspective of a Mister Cyrano Jones. <laughs> All right. Me? A saboteur? That's ridiculous, <laughs> friend Kirk. These are safe tribbles. <laughs> that was good. The first <laughs> sentence was brilliant. <laughs> well, thank oh, God. Carry on. Carry on. Now we've got Cola, our Klingon <laughs> foe. Uh, Kirk, we meet again. Give me my attack glamour. War, if we have to. Kirk. Klingons. Tribbles. Jones. Thought I'd seen the last of them. Well, someday I'll learn. The glamour. Ooh, tribbles. Yum, yum. Whoa, too much of a good thing. Yikes, I'm out of here. 
<laughs> and then finally, the poor colonists on Sherman's planet. Ooh. All we want is grain. That's it. Just grain. Nothing else. Why is that so hard? <laughs> <laughs> They're very good. That is a beautiful follow-on to your previous uh, your previous oh, work. Thank you. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you've come up for the trouble with Edward. <laughs> I very much suspected you were going to do the high key, so I ve- I purposely veered away from high key, and I've I've gone for a semi traditional limerick. Ooh, okay, interesting. When I wrote this, I'm gonna give I'll give you the I'll give you the short version of it actually. <laughs> the tribbles you know from Star Trek, but they're not doing what you expect. That was it. Just a nice short one because they <laughs> they're not doing it. That's true. Um, but then I decided that wasn't that's that's not enough. I wanted to do a bit more. So here is the actual uh, untitled "The Trouble with Edward Limerick." The tribbles you know from Star Trek, but they're not doing what you expect. Until Edward Larkin put a DNA spark in, now reproduction is running unchecked, and the offspring now violently eject. Tribble wave in which Larkin is swept. Never earning Lucera's respect. <laughs> he was an idiot. <laughs> oh my god! Well, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. Oh, that was great. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed watching both these episodes, and actually, yeah. it's made me. It's put me in mind to do like a triples like day, like do all oh, four. Yeah, I think that'd really yeah. work. I'd really enjoy oh, to do that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because it's it's fun. To, yeah, it's it's fun to see the triples from all these different perspectives. You know, yeah, we've, and we've now had four versions of triple stories, and and, the, and they do. I think each one has actually been a nice, weird twist on it. I, yes. I do think they've done it quite well each time, and each episode has been. I mean, the the, the animated series episode is, it is what it is. Yeah, but it. <laughs> It has its moments. It's I, agreed, agreed, and that's it. I'm like, even even as I watched it, I was like, "This is terrible," but I definitely watch this again. I, I definitely watch this again. Okay. It, is, it is honestly one of the better um, animated series episodes. It is. Um, you know, is it just because it's about tribbles and we love them? I don't know, <laughs> but there really are. Some Maybe because it's like a direct sequel to an episode. You can always think this. Yeah. This could be live action if this was a live action yeah. episode. Would I just go with this? Yeah, it could have been. It could have been. I mean, I mean they would have had trouble with the glomer. Yes. <laughs> making the glomer, but I would have loved to have seen them try to make a live action glomer. I, I bet we see a I bet we see a live action glomer before the decade is out. We've seen a stuffed glomer. There was yes, a stuffed glomer in uh, Kestra's uh, bedroom. Yes, which was an amazing callback. Yes, I love it. I love when they do stuff like that. I'd love I'd love to see one in lower decks. <laughs> I, I, think, I think they could do a glomer in lower decks. Yeah, because that that'd be. I mean, they have to. They have to do a triple episode. They have to. That's such a good series. That series is ripe for a triple episode. I think. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll reserve judgment. Yeah, I know. Sorry. No, <laughs> no, <we're talking> about <laughs> well, it's hard because yeah, I guess we're talking about the animated series, and now I now exactly. I have. Exactly. But they're 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 trying to do two different things, so it's not really you know. I I think it actually comparing the the short you know animated series episode with the short track is actually pretty pretty good because you get this it's the same like chunk of story, same mm. amount of you know. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're not because the, the animated series episodes are only about twenty minutes long anyway. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. So. And that's why uh, we're do, we're we're doing a little short snap here. We're gonna do three three rounds. Three rounds, but still <laughs> still powerful power rounds. Right. Okay. Yeah, no filler categories. <laughs> Absolutely, there never is. Don't even suggest such a thing. <laughs> right. Should we crack on? Let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Would you like to select the first round? Oh, sure. Okay. All right. Oh, you know what? Let's let's start off with uh, some of our our characters here because there are some interesting characters in both these episodes. Mm-hmm. And let's go for the category the best. Uh, the wonderful weirdo. <laughs> wonderful weirdo. <laughs> uh, and wonderful doesn't necessarily mean doesn't have to mean good. No, but wonderful isn't like an interesting character, not like great person. So, in in the trouble with Edward, there are only really five or six characters. Yes. There's people in the background, there's people around, but there's only five or six people who actually do something in the episode. Um, and obviously Pike isn't a weirdo. You can never classify him as a weirdo. He is the anti-weirdo. Yeah, he he's definitely a normalite. <laughs> he's definitely one of those. Lucero, Lucero has her moments, but yeah. I think it's it's definitely stress rather than anything internal for her. I would. I I got a bit of a weird vibe off Noel, if I'm honest. <laughs> I love Noel. <laughs> I got a bit of a weird vibe off Noel, but I think he's only really weird by association, like oh. because he sort of knows knows Edward, <laughs> and yeah. you know, but he does it very quickly when Edward suggests something. He's not on Edward's side. He yeah. is. I think he's like a straight man. Yeah, exactly, to, exactly. exactly. Which makes him really funny to me. The, uh, like the few moments he has, I, I really think are funny. Yeah, he's great. But <laughs> but but that's it, is it, and it leaves only one person. Who could there be? And who? How could it be anyone else except Lieutenant Edward Larkin? <laughs> what an absolute baffler of a Federation scientist! Oh my god, he's so well played too. I absolutely love H. John Benjamin. So yes. I watch his. I watch. Um, uh, Bob's Burgers and Archer, and I I love those shows. And I didn't know what he looked like, and I would never have, you know, you never can tell, can you, what somebody what somebody looks like behind the voice. But I had no idea what he looked like, so it was great to see him in live action. Him? I recognized like his, his, his voice. Or did his, you know, like did you know he was going to be in it before you saw? That I knew it was I knew it was going to be him, but if I didn't know it was him, I'd have definitely picked up because his voice is so distinctive. Gotcha. Um. So I love H.R. Benjamin, and I really like the... I, I recognise that this is like an absurd comedy, and he played it like that, and I enjoyed yeah. it I enjoyed it for that. But back to the character itself, obviously Larkin has some scientific talent. He is just utterly oblivious to anything beyond the self-perception of his own intelligence. Like the moral and social or ethical implications of the work he wants to carry out, he doesn't consider in the least a triple sentient? Well, they don't have faces. Uh, <laughs> may- maybe I'll just make them brain damaged. It's like, what? <laughs> what? 
That whole scene. Oh my gosh. It's so, so weird and so funny and just so awful. And and the captain, Lucero, does everything right. Like, this is a terrible idea. And <laughs> we, we're not even... In fact, it's so, you've done such a terrible job. We're just going to close this down. This isn't happening anymore. Good. That was the right thing to do. <laughs> do do that. Um, his desire not to be perceived as a Dumbo renders him essentially the epitome of being a Dumbo and ultimately results in him just drowning in a sea of creatures that only exist as like a representation of his hubris. In a word, bath. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, it is it is a very poetic death, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I mean, could you even in the long list of things that might end up killing you? You could never conceive of it, could you? You'd never think this yeah, is it. Yeah, that's the way you're going out. No. But, I mean, and, and that's fine too, because he's like, I'm not dumb. No, nobody called him dumb. Never once was he Never once. Dumb. But he heard, that's what he heard. And he that, that he was dumb. And, and he and, kept thinking it, and he kept referring to it. And everything he did was just a projection of that deep-seated issue he's got about his own self-perception right and he yeah and and he well and it's funny too um like the noel character you were talking about noel and his relationship to noel is funny because he he fed noel a tribble you know and and and, uh and noel's a foodie (laughs) noel's a foodie that's good and the look Noel gives the captain Dennis, like, shake yeah, his head. And I was like, well, is that he didn't eat one or he didn't enjoy it? What is he saying no to there? And I really felt like I at that, I thought at that point he was dropping he was dropping Edward under the bus. Yes. But there was does. nothing nothing else he could have done. He had to do that. That's what I would have done. I, I'd have really downplayed that. And Noel's the one he tries to um, commiserate with about the new boss, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, new boss, you know, barf. And, and I think everybody likes her. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't like and, and then you know, and then the other Noel. Th- I'll tell you why I'm coming back. To, uh, I'm talking about Noel in a second, but when they come, then my favorite line his his delivery of the line when they um they figure out that he used human DNA. Like, yes. DNA, yeah. and, and, and and you know, and you miss using his, and they're all like, oh. And he's like, what? Like Noel's DNA? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can tell, like, like he has this, 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 like, almost like this complex. Yeah. That you know, and you, th- and you, I kind of feel like Noel's the guy he wants to be. For I whatever reason, you know what I mean? And and like, so that's when he hears the criticism. He hears that he they're calling him dumb, even though they're not. That's not what they're saying, but that's what he hears. He just has all his insecurities and, yeah. and having the straight man Noel. Like it's kind of nice, nice little psychological, you know, fantastically insecure. And he looks at Noel and thinks, I, you know, I am sort of Noel's equivalent. I I could be where Noel is if I just acted a bit more like a normal human being. But he, but he wants to be his own person and you know follow his own star. I don't know. Just what an odd, what an odd ball. How he got there, I don't know. How he ended up on a starship, I don't and, know. And you're right, he was, I mean, he was a brilliant scientist. It worked, didn't it? <laughs> it worked all too well. <laughs> oh, but at what cost? 
Right. He's like, I love it. He's like, uh, feel the meat on these. <laughs> I, that for me, I mean, we'll go through this. Some of the funny oh, moments, some of the funny moments. But, um, oh man, what a character. What an interesting character. A character we don't see too much in Starfleet, like you said. And I, I have to say, I am des- I am disappointed he passed away. The, the perception is he passed yeah. away. Well, he did. Yeah. Well, you've lost oh, a crewman. Yeah, um, uh, because I would have watched more of him. I'd yeah. have watched him do more stupid stuff. Oh my gosh, they should have had him live and then have like, you could do more short tracks of just him like getting new jobs and failing at those and being shifted around <laughs> to different places and starting. That sounds like a really intelligent extension of the oh short tracks. Just... I would watch a million of those. <laughs> Yeah, the trouble with Edward, that's what you could call it. And then he's just getting transferred. Right. We're transferring yeah. you to here. We're transferring you to here. And then just he just needs one in ten to do a really good job. Just to like oh look at a problem, formulate a solution, deal with it in a way no one else expected. Right. And then we've justified nine more episodes of his buffoonery. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, but he's like a—he's—he's—he's he's, he's a really like special kind of—he's not e- special kind of character. He's not evil, but he's also not like—he's not like a lovable dummy. No, you know no, I mean? he's very—he's very self-obsessed and single-minded. You know, yeah. antisocial, but he's not. You know, you could, you could compare him to Barclay in a way, and he's got that sort of antisocial quality. But Barclay's very aware of it and is trying to do something about it, whereas he isn't. He, he, he. I think he may be aware that he robs people up the wrong way, and he doesn't care, and he's going to carry on doing it anyway. Yeah, he wants to do his thing, yeah. and, and it's funny because the um, before everything goes off the rails, you even can kind of feel bad for him because he just wants to do his thing in his his protein science lab or whatever. And she moves him to uh, where does she move him to? Geology or. Yeah, climatology. Climatology. Something like that. Something ridiculously outside of what he, you know, of his specialty. Yeah. And I feel, you know, you can feel bad for him at that point. And then, of course, his reaction to that is 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 what you know the grotesque <laughs> situation that comes out of that. Yeah. Um, and you feel bad, and you you stop feeling bad for him almost immediately because I think the next scene is the uh, the phone call. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so he didn't handle that correctly, but but you could tell. But in the beginning, he's just like, okay, maybe not. Like, you know, he's not someone who's ambitious or someone who's going to, you know, he's not going to be your go-to guy for getting things done. But <laughs> but maybe could be a useful <laughs> tool. Yeah, 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 you know, he could could do a good job with him at that point until you know he gets, you know, <laughs> until he takes something the wrong way and. <laughs> Oh. oh man, what an interesting character he is. And certainly meets the weird criteria. He is weird. A weird guy. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. <laughs> All right. And I say the word weirdo with love. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. It takes you know, it takes a village, doesn't it? It takes a village. You can't all be can't all be Captain Picards. Right, yeah. <laughs> Captain Pikes and <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that's part of what I think Pike was saying at the beginning too. They're not all going to be at your level. I don't know if he specifically. I don't think he meant like intel. She takes it to mean intellectually. Yeah, but it just means like 
having it together yeah. <laughs> in the way that, that, you know, you do if you are someone who has become a captain by the time you're as young as, as she, she is, you know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh God. Right. Who do you have for wonderful weirdo? Okay. Want it for ecological sabotage. <laughs> Jones, intergalactic traitor and general nuisance. <laughs> he meets the criteria. He meets the criteria. And it's funny. This is, you know, he, he it's his second appearance, right? He, we I love met, it. Met him in the first Trouble with Tribbles. Um, and he's back, which is funny. Um, but, you know, they have a, it's, it's a pretty good introduction, you know. Um, Kirk and you know everyone's shocked to see him, and they, yeah. they even they they have a nice mention of Trouble with Tribbles. It's like, weren't you supposed to be cleaning up K seven? <laughs> you know? yeah. And he gives him the re- you know the reason that the character comes back, and <laughs> you know it doesn't have to be like a good reason, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he he beams on. Well, he his uh, they meet him when the Klingons are are after his ship um are chasing after him and they and they don't realize they just realize it's a federation ship they don't know who's on it yet yeah so they save him they're like uh and the klingons want uh kirk to turn turn the ship over to to you know to koloth and then kirk's just like it's a federation ship no and uh and then they realize that it was cyrano jones <laughs> ship. and i wonder if you know if, if the klingons had just told him it was cyrano jones kirk might have let them have him <laughs> i can't i can't believe even kirk would do that He'd, he'd say he was going to do it. He'd say it. I'm tempted to let them have him. You better beam him into the cargo hold. You know. Oh my gosh. So our our wonderful weirdo Cyrano Jones. He is in trouble with the Klingons. Um, initially, we only know that he's in trouble with the Klingons for for selling triples again. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he wants to sell triples so bad. Didn't learn his lesson. I can't. I, I mean. Surely the trouble with Tribbles demonstrates there must be no ability to make money off a Tribble. Right. Like, they're, they're literally everywhere. Yeah. Like you sell one and that's all you can yeah. sell really. Is that one first initial Tribble. Then you got to move on. Everyone you sell it to becomes a Tribble trader. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he, for some reason, wants to sell Tribbles. And he apparently is, is a quite a bit of a scientist himself. Because apparently he... Um, he has somehow figured out a way to genetically manipulate triples so that they don't reproduce. So he did the opposite. He undid what Edward did <laughs> for the triples. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, how do these protein specialists, where are they coming from? Right. What, what institution on earth is churning out the guys who can do this? <laughs> it is quite a feat of, of, uh, of genetic engineering, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but the idea being that that these are safe tribbles now because they don't reproduce. Um, but apparently, he, I mean, it's not without its own problem. Yeah, so, safe <laughs> is relative. Safe is relative, so you're not going to have the uh, the trouble of the ship filling up with tribbles like you did in uh, Trouble with Edward, but instead you're going to have the tribbles getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so safe is relative. I like the way you said that. Um, so, you know, he's an interesting, he's an interesting character. He just wreaks havoc. You know, he's, 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 he's got a crazy, you know, design, like the design of him, of his, his costume and everything. He's it's wearing crazy. the same costume. It's the, it's, 
It's the yeah. same one. He hasn't changed his coat. Well, then Kirk hasn't changed his costume either. I suppose I'm picking hairs now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and no one on a cartoon changes their clothes. <laughs> no, that's true. That is that is true. But um, but it's nice because you know he's just, he's just designed like you would expect a uh weird intergalactic traitor. <laughs> and, it, and it is him, isn't it? It's the same. It's the original guy's voice. He, they they brought him back. Yep, they brought they brought him back, and they brought back uh, actually the, the writer of More Trouble with Tribbles also wrote the Trouble with Tribbles, David Gerald. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that was pretty. That's pretty interesting. But, um, but yeah, so he is in violation of three federal mandates and forty-seven local ones. We Ooh. get in forty-seven, um, and and but we at first don't know why the Klingons seemed so intent on, on getting him that, you know, I mean, for sure he was selling triples on a Klingon in Klingon space, which is, <laughs> um, we know uh, how, risky, risky maneuver. Right. We know how Klingons feel, but apparently, uh, we find out later it's, it's really, they just want, he stole, they want their glomer back. He stole the glomer, uh, which was their prototype. And there's more genetic manipulation because the Klingons <laughs> apparently genetically modified or designed this creature, this glomer, to eat tribbles. Um, and that, that's why they're so desperate to get it back. It's their only one. They need it to make more. And it, lo- it looks a very alien alien as well. It's you know, the, the, the horns, the color, the way it moves. Yes. It, uh, it, it's a very alien, the alien. It looks like something very, a Klingon yeah. would come up with. Yeah, and when we see it later at the end, when it runs away from the big triple, yeah, it does that great cartoon run. Yes, like, yeah. <laughs> just makes you spin around. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And you get the sound effects too. Um, so yeah, so he stole the glomer. He claims it that you know because of space salvage laws, it's his. It's like, yeah, okay. That's not gonna fly. Um, but yeah, so, so he, you know, he just comes in, wreaks havoc and then leaves. <laughs> Does he get away with it at the end as well? Cause he doesn't, they beam again, they bleam all the tribbles onto the Klingon ship. What, what happens to the end to, uh, Cyrano Jones? Yeah. He just, he, he's like, wait, that's my glomer. And they're like, if you want, we can transfer you too onto the Klingon ship. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's the end. Like, we don't know. I guess they drop them off somewhere. I'm sure they do. Please don't sell shrivels anymore. (laughs) Oh, well, well, you know what, though? Uh, Bones does solve the problem of the tribbles getting too large. He gives them a shot of something and that collapses. It's actually actually pretty interesting. Um, We'll talk about that later. Okay. But, but, yeah, I guess now they really are safe tribbles. So if Cyrano Jones wants to go sell them somewhere... Preferably not to Klingons. <laughs> you mm. might be able to do that, but that's my that's my uh, wonderful weirdo in more trouble, more tribbles, more troubles. Okay, Cyrano Jones. Cyrano Jones does meet the definition of a weirdo, and I love the fact he's a recurring character. I just I think that's a great you know a lovely thing for them to do. Uh, I I just he is he is definitely more normal than Edward Larkin. <laughs> He he's up on the normal scale. I'd call him eccentric, whereas I'd call Edward Larkin genuinely weird. Uh, and yeah, because he acts the way you would expect someone who who's just a drifting traitor. Yeah. Would act. And Versus Edward doesn't really act the way you would expect any. He, he, he's, he's chancing his luck. 
He knows he's stretching things a little bit, but he's going to see if he can do it. He accepts when he's done something wrong and will try, you know, he will endeavour to put things right, perhaps, if it's within his power. That is not Edward Larkin. He is the opposite of that. (laughs) So I think my point goes to to the trouble with Edward. Yeah, I think my point's going to have to go to the trouble with Edward, too. Edward is just... I mean, it's, it's a it's a unique character. He's really funny. He, I mean, the acting, it's <laughs> the solid. level of acting is. But like, all the way through, all the actors in this are really good. Yeah, and yeah. they all. I mean, we'll talk about this later on, like the funny moments and yeah. what people do. Yeah. All right. So okay. two points for short tracks. Fine, that's good. That's a re- that's a reasonable start. I, I didn't I didn't ever doubt that I was going to get weirdest personality. Yeah. Not me personally. Uh, the, the category. <laughs> if it's you versus me, weirdest personality, I'd probably have to give myself the point. <laughs> oh no, I'm sure. Not. Um, round two. Let's go for best addition to Tribble Law. I think this is good. I love it. Okay, so 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 there there's two things that this added, and we were I I um I spoke about it a little bit earlier about the triple they call them triple colonies, mm. which is so these genetically modified tribbles have uh don't reproduce, but instead they get larger and larger and larger. But what they discover is they're actually I don't know they don't really explain it. It's a cartoon. So they, Explain how like like uh, um, bones can give them a shot, and then it just turns into a big pile of tribbles. They just explode, they just explode. into a pot yeah. of mass, a big puddle of tribbles. Yeah, you think it'd be a little bit more gooey if that happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it seems pretty right. solid. Yeah, but but it but it's a but it's a funny little uh, gag that that um, there's some, some of the funniest moments come come from this these growing ever growing tribbles. Col- triple colonies, which are, are kind of funny, and and the tribbles are uh, pink. Yes, I love that. I love that the tribbles love- are pink. They're so they're so pink. They're so pink, which is a, which was apparently a production error. Um, error. Well, because- that that shade of pink is used a lot all the way through yeah. the series. Apparently, I- some, someone involved with it was colorblind. So yeah, I've read that as well. I'm not sure how much how true that is, but I definitely. I've definitely read that. It says whenever they there was a certain shade of brown they asked for, it be, it was it turned out to be pink. <laughs> ah, right, okay. Maybe maybe like, genuinely was colorblind. Yeah, because even like some like some of the Klingon uniforms, like little parts of it are pink. And yes, they're sort of purpley pink, aren't they? Yeah, we're just yeah. to be like brownish color. Um, but, but you know, I don't I don't know. But I I just think it's just a funny thing now that animated tribbles are pink and that's just and i i really hope that lower decks if they do a triple episode that they're all pink <laughs> I, I think that's totally think they, nice they would do that 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 sounds like an excellent sort of callback um, yeah but i mean but these tribbles are still you know they're eating the grain <laughs> and it's, it's um, not it's not quadro triticale is it quinto triticale so yeah that's moved up they stepped it up a grade <laughs> stepped it up <laughs> And I don't know what the the uh, quad or the quinto, you know, what's what's it a four and a five of, but I do know that that tritocaly is a real grain. Mm. So it's kind of funny that they 
added the quad. You know, they changed it from tri to quad, and now it's quad to quinto in the animated series. It's much more futuristic when you put that. Yeah, I just keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I, I hate. I'm like writing a lower decks triple episode in my head. Is what I'm doing. <laughs> really? it would have to be like a sexo triticale. Yeah, triticale. So funny. <laughs> Oh man, I want that to happen. That was good. Um, but yeah, so so that's that that's a pretty uh, that's that's a pretty cool um you know the the triple colonies, the big growing triples is, is a it's a fun thing to add to triple lore, but the best addition to triple lore has to be the glomer. Oh my god, the glomer is good. <laughs> Which I'm just I'm just we've talked about it, but I am just obsessed with the glomer. Each triples it goes around the ship, you know, like jumping on them, even as it gets like bigger. And and, and it's comically bigger than the glomer. Like, yes, <laughs> and he, but he still manages to eat it, you know. <laughs> and they don't show us, you know, how he eats it. No, um, he, he's got a little mouth on the bottom, like leans yeah. over, like, pops yeah, he, like, down. He, like, yeah. And, and I can just imagine, like, is the little mouth on the bottom, like, expanding maybe to get Ugh. to the yeah, but it's, it's just probably a lot grosser in a yeah. live action. <laughs> One of the great I, things about a cartoon that you can do. You just you cut, cut the camera and hear a popping sound. Pop, oh, and it's so cute because he has does a little burp after. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a beep, <laughs> and he moves. You know, like his body, like like you know, um, like moves with the little beep <laughs> burp that he does, which is so cute. It's just the cutest thing. And we talked about his little cartoon run, which I love. Um, it's just it, 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 with the cartoon music, you know, like the standard yeah. running away from something cartoon music that they use. The glomer is a wonderful idea, and I'm glad they've I'm glad they thought about you know the natural enemy of the Tribble or what it could be or what it should be, and they've come up with something so bizarre, but only as bizarre as the Tribble, you know, only as like bizarrely unique as the Tribble. It's so I good. I love the, the name Glomer. Like Glomer is just such a it, it's it's a cute it's a name for a cute little pet alien. Yeah, <laughs> I think which fits it. But then it's funny to think of it being a Klingon. I think Klingons named it. It must have a meaning, yeah. like you know, <laughs> warrior tooth or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. And the triple really does. They really do a good job, like like animating it. I know, like the animation of of animated series isn't always you know <laughs> very dynamic but they they actually managed to give the glomer a little bit of a personality like it's it's actively looking for more tribbles to eat you know <laughs> and you can <laughs> and you can see it like when it, it when it does get freaked out at the end like you, it's like you could see yeah like, that it's like whoa that's one's too big even for me i'm you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm full you know <laughs> And he was the only one. He was the single glomer. There were no other glomers. Prototype, I guess. And they were going to clone some more from him or breed more from him. For some reason, they needed him to clone more, uh, more glomers. I guess. I guess the idea was to release glomers into the wild to eat the tribbles that had been released, which I, seems like I mean, a horrible idea. Yeah, I mean, on, uh, only going to backfire. He's going to make a bad problem worse. Yeah, because I mean, I know they do that sometimes. You release, you know, predators into a an environment, and you know, I'm... <laughs> and hope you've got they... the foresight to realize every possible natural ecological, you know, thing that's exactly. going to occur. Yes, yes, it's like that episode of The Simpsons where there's like a problem with snakes, and then they release toads. 
Totally oh no! The, the Australian episode. Where they, where, no, where... no, no, no. They it was it was definitely in Springfield because I remember super uh super not superintendent Chalmers um what's his name what's the prince principal Skinner yeah um was 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 explaining to Bart how you know they, they it was it was like snakes and then toads and then um foxes or whatever and it, all the way up until eventually they were gonna release apes. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's like, well, what about when the ape, when there's too many apes? Like, that's the beauty of it. When the winter comes, they're all die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, maybe it was because Bart got a pet, pet lizard. That's what it was. And it created, and it, it wreaked ec- ecological havoc in Springfield. I do not remember the episode, yeah, but. I'll, I'll, I'll have to find that episode. I will, uh, I will yeah, look it up. That just always stuck with me because I was like, yeah, I guess you just like keep going, you know, like, oh, these lizards are a problem. Oh, let's create a new problem. <laughs> and we'll keep going. <laughs> oh, man. But I mean, hey, maybe glommers. I don't know if glommers have, would have any natural predators themselves. Maybe. I, I imagine they, they look like the kind of thing that a Klingon might eat. <laughs> so I wonder if, you know, once they've eaten all the triples, oh, the Klingon yeah. eat the glommer. I could see them like roasting glommers over a fire. Yeah, pulling off the legs. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor little glommer. <laughs> they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have made them so tasty. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, right. And it, it's it's like a scallop. <laughs> well, I suppose if all you eat is scallops. Ultimately, you'll taste the scallops, won't you? So the glommer is my pick for the best addition to Tribble lore. I love the glommer. Um, so I, I appreciate the selection for my best addition to Tribble Law. I'm also going to go down to like, you know, the, the actual, the natural world of the Tribble during the initial meeting aboard the, uh, the Cabot, the Cabot, as Captain Lucero is being briefed by the science teams under her command. And they're talking about all the things they can do to offer the assistance to, to Prejean 63 which is a planet which hasn't got any food on the brink of starvation. Larkin reports, he calls it the Triblistus ventricosus. So that is the, the scientific name for Tribbles. They are under the hair, all meat, just like a scallop. <laughs> Apparently they taste good, but they never explicitly say what they taste like. Null, decl- Null shakes his head, so maybe they don't taste good, but they are definitely edible. They move very slowly and be easy to hunt and consume. However, and this is the addition to Tribble Law, the one issue is they breed so slowly it would be impractical to farm and hunt them. And this is actually quite far from the Tribbles we know. Open brackets and love question mark, close brackets. Uh, It turns out that Tribbles were dosed with human DNA and it is this human f- triple Frankenstein combo, which is the triple that we then come to know in the trouble with tribbles, because they are rambunctious breeders and just are churning out the offspring left and right. Um, so the, my best addition to triple law is the fact that hu- that human DNA is what causes the tribbles to be so robustly reproductible. <laughs> That's such a good pick because now every time you see a triple, you can think there's a little bit of Edward. Oh, God. <laughs> that is horrible. 
Now, if it does taste like scallops, I'll be wondering. (laughs) Well, it just made me laugh. That made me laugh so hard the first time because I never in, you know, my my 40 plus years ever, ever considered what a treble might taste like. (laughs) That would ever be like. But when he puts it like that, nothing he says there is really unreasonable. It's it's mostly meat. They could eat them. I was like, well, that. That might work, you know. Yeah, I mean, like people eat like bug protein, you know, and for protein and things like that. Why wouldn't you people eat, a little... eat all sorts of stuff? Yeah, people oh eat crazy stuff. If you can eat something that's essentially a land scallop, you would. <laughs> if tribbles were on Earth, we'd all be eating them. <laughs> but I, I, you know, one of the things that makes makes it an effective episode, I think, is is that that little change because um, I remember watching that first, you know, the first scene and, and, um, and he says, you know, Oh, these are, these are triples. And the one problem is uh, they don't breathe quickly enough. And and when he said that my husband gasped and looked at me because like, even <laughs> him, was, like, someone who's just like a casual fan knew that that was wrong. You know what I mean? Like what that meant? Like, Oh, <laughs> I know that's wrong. They, you know, they breathe really super fast. So this must be how that happens. <laughs> And so, so I thought that was neat that even like, you know, that was something like even like casual fans. No, if you know anything about triples, that's what you know about them. You that know, that they cool. So, so yeah. So one, I love I thought such a good, good pick. One thing I wondered was why would human DNA cause the triples <laughs> to, to reproduce so quickly? Because even by earth standards, humans do not reproduce very quickly. We are one of the long, slow reproducers. He does. He's like, yeah, weird things happen. <laughs> yeah, you make DNA with things, and that makes me wonder, like, how much, how much intelligence does he really have? Like, why did he think this would work? Or like was what, he made, just... what made him think to do that? Yeah. What What was it that? What protein had he identified in human DNA that was going to change things in the in the tribal? Yeah, because real, I mean, I'm definitely not an expert. I'm definitely more into the physical sciences than uh-huh. the biological sciences. But I do know that when you were splicing genes, you try to take the gene like that from something that has the quality you want. Yeah. <laughs> right? But it's, it, so what was it? What was it in the... I mean, maybe yeah. it was just... You know, I don't know. I can't... I can't and they're born pregnant. Yeah. Which, how did that even... Like, how is that even a thing? <laughs> yeah. What one, whatever it was that the human, the human DNA has transformed yeah. those creatures and essentially made them ecological terrors. Yeah. Oh man, and then and then you get the great um, Johnny Appleseed. I love it. I, oh, love, I love so it. unnecessarily That's funny. So, so like I want to I want to thank whoever thought to put that in because it's, it's so unexpected like it's just out of nowhere and then you get this this beautiful you know Bing Crosby song and it which is just which is a song from my childhood you know oh, really that's so nice and, oh and I just I love it I love hearing it in Star Trek um, but then it's it's a really beautiful montage of of them you know like like walking through the, these corridors we, full of we will talk about this montage the montage the montage isn't isn't over yet. Okay. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's so great. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's a great addition to Trouble Lore. Is that <laughs> they, they are they are half human. They're human yeah. triple hybrids. Oh, I, don't, man. I, I don't know how much DNA they've got. I mean, it's not a fifty-fifty. Yeah. But 
but they've got a yeah, bit. Of, there's a bit of us in there. It. Yeah, he's splicing the one or two genes that you need. Yeah. To switch. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Okay. And well, this particular human. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And it does leave a, bad, a bitter taste in your mouth, doesn't it? Because if it had been like, you know, would Pike been any better? Yes. Yes. We'll, we'll all be a lot happier. I would have been a lot happier. Yes, it was Pike's DNA. That makes me. Does that make me a bad person? I don't know. I, I think it seems very normal to say that that's okay. But that I feel um, better about that. But I can't justify it. Hello, he's and he's he's just like this is what I did, you know. Yeah, yeah. no remorse, no remorse, no remorse. And he's like, and they come up with this plan, like, okay, we're gonna try to do this and this to get rid of the troubles. And he's like, I'm not helping. Yeah, <laughs> like stubborn jerk out there. Even though he caused it, he's like, I'm not helping. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with still people taking over the show. Yeah, if, if we all eat our fair share, the numbers should even out. <laughs> What? <laughs> yes. That was such a great one. Really yeah. Oh my god. All right. Okay. All right. Where where is your point going? Where's your point we're, going? We're going into our third category here. Um so oh my god. Uh, the Edward is Edward stuff is so funny and and that that it was such an unexpected funny thing to add to the to our triple lore, the triples as we know them. Um but I gotta go with the glomer. Because I just I just think it's really funny. It's another like we both picked ways that they're trying to like well I guess improve manipulate. on yeah manipulate and improve on, you know or, or there's a problem with there's a trouble with tribbles and these are two solutions <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah the glomer is just too too cute and too funny and and I love it so my points going to the glomer I think. I would like to see the glomer again, like an actual glomer doing something and to come back. And I do, I just do love it. I do love the glomer. So I'm going to have to give my point to the glomer as well. I want to see a glomer again. So my point provisionally on the proviso that it definitely returns in the future. Yeah. We need a live action glomer. I think you're right. I want to see it. It'd be funny to see it in lower decks, but I think we need a live action glomer. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So after two rounds... Uh, two going? points each. Perfect. Yeah. Because so we got our tiebreaker. Final round. Okay. Uh, Jen, so you, your selection. Okay. Our third and final tiebreaking category here is funniest moment. These are both funny episodes. What do you got? So I, I think the trouble with Edward is genuinely funny. So I, I enjoy watching it. I know it's, it seems to me to be quite a divisive episode, and I think I, I can see why people might not like it, but I'm just taking it for what it is. It's a funny episode of Star Trek, and I did think it was funny. Um, there are so many moments all the way through, and I'm going to give a shout out to just, first of all, the just the looks, the eye rolls, the eye bulges, the head turns which happened all the way through the episode, yeah. especially the Trill crew member. At yes. one point, she's chatting, and her eyes just sort of poke out of her head. And it's like, oh, my God, don't. Just everyone stop talking. I don't want to hear any more of what's been said. It's so embarrassing. Noel's, Noel's shake, head shake during that meeting. I mean, that's the stuff of legend. Uh, that is so funny. Um 
Oh my God, Edwards just l- walks around, you know, hand on his back, wearing his underpants. That that was funny, like just looking around, confused, and then pulls out and he's just standing there in his underwear. That was funny. I I loved the montage. You mentioned the montage where the tribbles just popping up everywhere and you get to see sort of a little bit of what Kirk and co will be doing in the trouble with tribbles right. when... <laughs> You know they're in the systems, they're eating the circuitry, and you don't really see that in TOS. But here they show you it happening. The tribbles are up there, and they're not breeding; they're chewing through stuff. Um, you know they're, they're biting and they're destroying things, and it's good. It's a nice montage. Two bits of that are particularly great. The Tribble Hoover is yes, right. the <laughs> Tribble Hoover, and then that and that is just the thing. Yeah. Found. Walking around, it's massive. People are going to be cosplaying that at the next convention. There are going to be people walking around with that giant Hoover on their back. It's good. It's a good costume. I thought it was funny, and I just wondered, like, I wonder who came up with that as like an idea for the show. Like, when does at what point do they think we can get a triple Hoover in there? That'd be hilarious <laughs> because it's not even referred to. It's just in the background. Look. Yeah. Look, I think we're getting off track, all right? I mean, if we all eat our fair share of these, the population will even itself out. Edward. <laughs> it's, it's so good. The so other, funny. The other aspect of that montage is that they're going around with, bo- you know, filling up these boxes with tribbles, and then you cut to Larkin, and he's got a massive cooking pot, and he's picking up the tribbles and squeezing them and putting them in the box like he's picking the ones he's going to have. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's so funny. I thought of it as um as 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 it was part of the song. So like as if he had like a basket, like an apple basket. Yeah, exactly. And, he, and like he at one point he even like like sniffs it yeah. before he puts it in. And everyone's got a box, but he's got a pot, which I just <laughs> absolutely loved. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, that is a great, a great little detail. I love um, that. But I do think the funniest moment is also the most absurd moment. And it's actually it's a big it's a big moment. It's the out of universe post credit tribbles serial advert, which just strikes this really bizarre tone, which I found extremely funny. And this is the kind of thing I love it when TV shows sort of play with the fourth wall like at some point acknowledging you're a viewer and that this is a show it doesn't doesn't take away from the realness of the show for me i i don't mind that sort of interplay between you and the show it had vhs tracking lines had a jingle an animated mascot just a ridiculous uh they're pregnant with flavor, the tagline it's just so ridiculous. It tickles. It's it's funny. It's gross, and everything you think would be funny to say in that section, they say. They make all the right jokes. They make serial jokes. They make triple jokes. They make advertising jokes. It's ridiculously good. And as an addendum to what already is a very funny episode. I just find it, I think it's just delightful. I absolutely love it that they would bother to do it. 
and have those two cute little girls eating their cereal and the mom's oh, like hand on her hips pouring out the tribbles and they're just constantly coming out because they self-replicate it was good it was funny i absolutely loved it and i i hope they do more stuff like that in the future the uss ravenous yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, and then, yeah, and she's, she said something like, it has more human DNA than any other leading cereal brand. <laughs> yeah. If, like, that's and that's so gross. That's so revolting. <laughs> oh, man. And he, yeah, even, even it isn't even, it starts out as like it's on uh, like a VHS tape. Yeah. Like you're watching kind of, an old school video. Yeah, yeah. Which I th- I thought that was an interesting touch. And they didn't need it, but I suppose that again, that's that sort of little detail is taking you out of what you're watching. It's yeah. taking you out of the world. Like this is just one step removed from what you've just seen. Which this is just yeah, it's just messing little, with genre, and I, I love that <laughs> commercial for dribble cereal. It's almost like a fever dream that um, Edward would have. Yeah, this is I, I his. Like, I like to imagine that that's what he saw as he was being, you know, overrun by the uh, yeah. avalanche. I, I think before before he injected the trib with human yeah. DNA, that was his thought process. This oh, is what he funny. thought was going to happen. Yeah, this is I'm gonna. This is going to be perfect. Yeah. It's going to work well, and I am going to somehow make money in society right. as an unusual relationship with cash. <laughs> That's right, and that's why she's so proud that it had uh, has more. It has Edward in every bite. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. I mean, in a way, he's living forever. Yeah, in that's a way, he, he lives forever. He's immortal. He is. Oh man, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That's what he imagined it would be. He he legitimately. I mean, he started out with a, uh, a, a motivation of trying to solve hunger yeah this, this is where he came from he's a protein synthesis he's a protein specialist he's, he's gone to a planet to help them solve their hunger problems he's just right. he's just thinking laterally but if you, if you think of that last scene as an extension of his mind you're right that's that's what he thought would happen if he yeah. disobeyed an order and you know it sprayed all the- work out perfect serum or whatever Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that that one's a little bit hit or miss for me. <laughs> and I do, I do appreciate the um, them doing weird things, I, which I like. I just do weird, do more weird things. I like it, you know. <laughs> so, so, so it's good. It's good. It just, uh, it's. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. The the trouble with Edward itself has grown on me a lot. When I first saw it, it was like. Like there are some things I really liked, and then the rest was just like, oh, that was okay. But now it's really grown on me. So maybe the uh, <laughs> maybe the uh, commercial for the cereal would. Just, just, I do. I appreciate yeah. how um how there's all different flavors. <laughs> I, I think I think two things you need to think about it. One, it's done really well. It is. And they've set out to make yeah. an out of universe old 80 style serial advert in the Star Trek universe, in the Star Trek style, and they've done that exceptionally well. So if you think about it like that, they've done a good job. If you think of it as a, as Edward's vision, yeah. it works. That's how I prefer to think of it. it yeah, that makes it 
and that they put it post credits. I think I do think sort of adds to its its hilarity. It's like its weird placement. It's not the episode. It's just a little smidgen of something extra, just to just to see what you yeah. think. And yeah. I can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, those are good points. Yeah, and I like to think of it that way, as if as if it's something that Edward's mind has created. Yeah. It, it, so. Yeah, it only has come from a, def- a definitely warped mind. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's a warped mind, <laughs> and they and they get like the cutest little kids too, and they're wearing the little uniforms, which just kills me. Those kids <laughs> Those are so little... cute. Those kids are so cute. <laughs> and they go to the replicator. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, what do you have for the funniest moment in More Travels, yeah. More Triples? You know, there's actually a lot of funny moments in this, and, and they're they're funny moments in the same way that um, Trouble with Tribbles, you know, has has humor. It's, it's mm-hmm. the same, which is the same guy, you know, who yeah. wrote them. Um, so a lot of it is, you know, is based around you know Kirk being exasperated about these Tribbles, you know, and, and about uh, Cyrano Jones as well. Exactly, Cyrano Jones and the grain. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> right. then he's annoyed that he has to bring grain to Sherman's planet. <laughs> I don't know what he has against grain. <laughs> so it's, it's yeah, yeah. Kirk stays a character, you know, the same character as in Trouble with Tribbles. Um, but they do a, a pretty fun callback. Actually, both of these episodes have callbacks to Kirk, uh, Tribble being on Kirk's chair. Yes, because they do. During the Johnny Appleseed montage, there's a triple on uh, on the Sarah's chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in this one, they do it as there's a triple on Kirk's chair, and then as the episode goes on, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Finally, <laughs> 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 it's so big that like he, he, there's no way he'd be able to sit there. And and you know, Spock does a little you know in his sarcastic Vulcan humor. Aren't you going to sit down, sir? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> You know, and Kirk's just like, I, I think I'll stand. And and there's a perfectly timed triple coup, like the big triple, like coups, yeah. <laughs> which is really funny. They seem like push, you know, because you see him pushing off the big triple off his chair. It's 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 a fun callback. Um, oh, and and they they make a good use of the tribbles in general. Um, there's another part that I really like is uh, is they 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 send over the a huge triple to Koloth's ship, and mm-hmm. before Koloth realizes it, they're talking on the view screen. And uh, Koloth's, Koloth is is yelling at, at Kirk, and and Kirk's like, yeah, yeah, we've got we've got you. <laughs> he, he's all, I don't know yet, but we've got you. And then they they ha- they use that really funny, um, that funny music that they use when, when something quote unquote funny happens in the cartoon. It's it's like a I can't describe. It's like a do 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 do. Yeah. This huge triple. And then he's like, ah, you know. Yeah, he's great. So Yeah. Oh, I just love it. And um and that you know, and and they they you know, they they um and we already we already talked about, you know, the the big the big triple being on the ship is funny. You know, Colas shoots at it at one and he gets covered in tribbles the way Kirk gets covered in tribbles, you know, in the original. And I talked, we talked about the glomer running away, which is funny. Um, and, uh, 
And Kirk himself gets covered in tribbles again, of course, because you yeah. can't have a sequel to the trouble with tribbles without Kirk being in a pile of of tribbles. And this time they fall out of one of those fabulous diagonal Jeffrey's tubes, yeah. which I love. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and Kirk's looking at just one big tribble stuck in the Jeffrey's tube, which is funny in and of itself. And Kirk's like, oh, you forgot one. You forgot this one. And Bones is like, oh, no, I got it. And, and all of a sudden it, it, it falls yeah, it explodes in the huge pile of tribbles, and that's when Kirk says, "Someday I'll learn," <laughs> which is cute. Um, but but my my funniest moment is just a quick one liner that really made me laugh. Which I I that's what I just I just love little quick one liners that, mm-hmm. that get you. That's that's my favorite kind of humor. <laughs> and this is after you know they 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 beam the gigantic this gigantic tribble is now in the engineering section of the klingon ship and koloth and his uh his first officer um his first well his first officer is reporting to koloth and he says <laughs> he says captain the engine room is full of tribble <laughs> instead of tribble <laughs> and that just killed me i thought that was a really funny thing to say <laughs> And that's the one that stuck. That's the that's the one liner that stuck with me that I was still giggling about after one, you know, like days after watching. I was still giggling about that. It's full of tribble. It was full of tribble. <laughs> it's just this one huge tribble that's like it's it can't even fit through the door. It's so huge. <laughs> <laughs> that, get that is nice. You know what? That is nice. That sort of linguistic humor. That, yeah. I, I think I missed that. That is funny. That just killed me. So that's what that's what I picked. But they're you know they're both. It's so funny because both these episodes are so filled with different types of you. You know, different. They each have their own distinct, you know, sense of humor. But it it runs through the whole episode. Both. You I, know, I, li- I like the fact that when you get a triple episode, you know it's going to be funny. Yes. And, yeah. And, no matter and, what. And time, it has to be because they touch on so much. Yeah, so much yeah. what's going on are people in hunger and people in pain and the threat yes. of the Klingons. <laughs> that that is a backstory to almost all of the episodes, yeah. and yet all they concentrate on is this is ridiculous, isn't it? What yeah, you know, we've got this creature that is just consistently <laughs> reproducing, and we can't deal with it. Yeah, there's assassination plots and trials and tribulations. There's yeah. like poisoning. There's. <laughs> But still, fun. yeah, you're right. I mean, they really blow up the station. One's going to explode, but it's still a comedy. It's still a, it's still a really nice comedy. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to a lower decks triple episode. But I, I think you're right. I think we're due for another live action. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Um, funniest oh, yeah. moment point. Oh, I, th- I think we should just do like funniest overall. All right, funniest overall. You know what I mean? Like, overall funniest. Because this is the tiebreaker, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I see what you mean. I do think, if I went if I went for it, I think the trouble with Edward is funnier. I think I laugh more consistently. Um, and I don't dislike uh, the animated series episode. But, yeah, they're all, you know, you've got to come at them with a certain attitude, I think, to enjoy the the animated series episodes. But yeah. this, the trouble with Edward is legit funny, uh, legit weird, and it pushes a lot of buttons. And I can see why people might not think it's hilarious. And yeah. some of it's overdone. That conversation with Lucero and Larkin when they're in, he's in her office, yeah, and they're just like, "This conversation's over. We're not doing this. It's finished." 
the first time I watched that, I didn't laugh. But actually watching it for this again, I did laugh. <laughs> that one's hard for me to watch because it's like it so painfully painful. awkward. It's like, like the oh, office. It's like, oh, like God. Both of, you, both of you suck in this scene, kind yeah, of. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, no one, no one would really do that, would they? That would never happen. And I'm like, actually... People might people do all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially in an office situation, right? Yeah. This is a workplace situation, and and I could see I could see why she'd be pissed off that he went over her head and spoke to her boss. But at the same time, <laughs> if you're transferring someone, you you know, like you can give them a little bit more yeah. explanation than just like, yeah, you're not a good fit here. I'm having you move. Get out of my office. <laughs> I suppose she's at the same time she's punishing him for sending all those rude letters there and rude emails. It, so this pissed. is like I know you did it, you know you did it. You're out, you're done. And I sort of like appreciate that, like I'm not dealing with you anymore. It's over. Yeah. Well, yeah. So for my point, yeah, because 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 the trouble with Edward, I think that's why maybe I didn't it didn't connect with it as much the first time I saw it. Um, was that it is a, the humor is a little bit hit and miss for me, but it's grown on me since a lot. But I still like like that scene that we just talked about. That's not my favorite. And, yeah, no, yeah, I can see why it wouldn't. And, and um, but but some of the stuff is just gold. And um, and I love you know. And as far as the animated series goes, this is this is a legit episode of Star Trek. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, I'm totally happy with that. You know? And it yeah, it's perfectly watchable. It's it's got some really cute, funny moments. It adds to Star Trek lore, like we talked about. The, the Glomer is is up there. People know what a Glomer is. I, I would argue that a Glomer's up there. We know There's it. Only a few things that have stuck around since you know from the animated series, really, and that's one of them. Um, and it is one of the better episodes. Um, and it's funny, and it's and it's nice to have just that like. God, what's the word for it? Like wholesome humor, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it's just wholesomely yeah, like, like good, good old old fashioned jokes. Yeah, jokes. like old fashioned. Yeah, yeah. a little bit old. Yeah, Kirk is having an exasperating day at the office. You yeah. know, <laughs> the captain in trouble with Edward is having more than just an exasperating day at the office. Yeah, <laughs> a lot more is going on. But I think overall, see that yeah. If, see if I picked funniest moment, uh, like the, the the serial commercial, it's funny and and actually the way you described it, I think it I like it more now after t- after you t- talking about it. Okay, good. <laughs> overall, I, but I, I but I like my line in the animated series. But overall, if we're judging the episodes on which is the funniest episode, I got to give mine to Trouble with Edward too. Mm, okay. So. So that is our final tally is <laughs> Trouble with Edward 4 and More Troubles, More Troubles 2. I, I think that sounds fair. fair. I'd I definitely watch both of these as a pair again. Yeah, I would too. I would watch, like you said, all four Tribble episodes in a row would be a fun little mini marathon. Yeah, I, I might I might try and find some time to do that. I think the kids would yeah. like that as well. like Because yeah. they're just crazy enough to to be right. watchable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm okay. glad, hey, Richard, the animated series got some points. Yeah, I, I think I think it got legit points as well. Legit points, yeah. yeah. Um, I would not rule out the animated series coming back for other other Snap Treks either. I think we could, I think we could Snap Trek the animated series versus some, uh, 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 you know, 
other live action episodes potentially. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there are some. Yeah, there are some legit good animated series episodes. Like besides it, like yesteryear, but I, I also like the Survivor. Is I think my fa- my favorite is the Survivor. Yes. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm a big ahead. fan of the Slaver Weapon. I like the yeah. Kazinti, but it is yeah. it is yeah. because I like the the world building of the Kazinti and the the the, the creatures you make those boxes. The actual episode itself is a bit weird, but I do like the idea of it. That's another Nepenthe reference. <laughs> they had two yeah. anim- right? They had two animated series <laughs> references yes, in Nepenthe. Yes, yes, Because <laughs> he references the Kazinti because they're attacking, aren't they? That's why he's yeah. got shields. Yeah. And there's a glomer in the background. It's all, yeah, it's all canon cool. now. Every, everything's, all- everything's real. And, and there's some delicious animated series references in Lower Decks too, which I won't give away. Since I have, obviously, being on Twitter, you do pick up the odd spoiler yeah. here or there. Um, and seeing <laughs> some of the, I've, one I've seen is the, um, the, the Vendorian, the shape. Yeah. Yes. I love yeah, the fact that that's back in, that they've got one of those in. I think that's great. Oh. So there's some good ones. But, um, but yeah, oh, yeah, we could definitely. Do, do some more and, and I'd love to get some more short tracks. I'm a personal big fan of the short tracks. So. Watching them again, I watched most of them again today as I was watching. I watched The Trouble with Edward and then <laughs> all the rest stayed on. And actually, I enjoyed them all a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only one I never really enjoyed was, was Runaway. Yeah, that one's not my favorite either. And I, I always thought that was a bit weak. Yeah. But actually, I, today I enjoyed the the, the conversation between uh, Tilly and Poe a lot more, and I sort of enjoyed it. I thought it was funnier. I enjoyed it for what it was. Still, when she's announced as the queen, I was just like, it's too much. Just jump the show. Yeah, that's what I it's, felt too. It's gone crazy. Because yeah, I love those characters. I love Tilly, and I love Queen Poe. I think she's a cool, really cool character. But I think I think the uh, I, I think they like like oh she's she's secretly yeah like, you know. The- like oh, that's it's it's like, weirdly handled. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I I didn't notice before, but she got spikes. She got spines that shoot out of her back. You know that alien race is such a cool yes new addition. I love it. And then we saw another one of them uh, in. I can't. I don't remember what her species is called. Zahian. Zahian. Thank you. Yeah, she's the queen of, the, of Zahia. That's right. Yeah. Um, and we see. Um, Dodge's boyfriend in the yeah, car. Yeah. And but he cool. never he didn't do he was killed quickly. He didn't yeah. like turn translucent or you know go feral and shoot spikes out. <laughs> Maybe that's like a royal family. Maybe that's a trait that only they have. But I, I thought they made him he and I thought we were gonna see him do something. Yeah, that would be great. He just got shot yeah. or stabbed. You know. We've got Romulans to deal with, I guess. Yeah, they had. I mean, there was a whole lot of other stuff going on. But I think, you know, if you're going to make him a Zahian, right? If you're going to bother making him, Zahian, give him some spikes. Tough, right? Yeah, toughen him up a little bit. Um, I think that's all. I think I think we've done it. We've done all the Tribbles episodes now. We've done it. Yeah, they have to make more Tribble episodes now. We'll have to just wait for them to make more, which they they might do because they are making loads of new Star Trek. It could happen. It could happen. I'm pretty sure it will happen with Lower Decks. I can't imagine them not doing something with Tribbles. I hope so. I I want there to be more Tribbles to compare. Yeah, me too. Okay. Well, Jen, it's been lovely speaking to you. 
This was fun. And we're back. We are back. We've got plans yeah. for the next episode. Good. Now that we've finished with the old business, on to the new. Time to hand out next month's story assignments. Ritterhouse, we're waiting! Okay, friends and neighbors, let's see what Uncle Roy has for you today. And in the next episode of Snaptrack, we'll be considering the trouble with princesses as we compare TOS's Elan of Troyus with TNG's The Perfect Mate. Oh, that's 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 a good comparison, I think. I think it, that's going to work well. Previously, that was billed as Elan of Troyus versus Precious Cargo. And we changed it. We, we changed it up. And that's yeah. fine, because it's our podcast. We can do whatever we like. Sure. <laughs> you know, we've done a lot of trip episodes anyway. So why? Why do we always do a lot of trip episodes, Jen? Why is that? Right? <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> Does that naturally happen <laughs> without anyone subconsciously picking trip episodes <laughs> for any random reason? Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, so I think this will be a good one. Precious car, yeah, precious cargo would work too. But uh, you know, hey, we could always do that for another one there's we there's can, other we've never we've a, never gone back to an episode have we yet we've never gone back to an episode and compared it with something else there's just so many we've got and i would i would like to do that episodes of star trek <laughs> there's literally more than i can count um right jen right. it's been a delight this short snap is, is still a long snap um <laughs> not be that short because like, i haven't spoken to you for like six weeks <laughs> usually we're always always chatting i know right i had it like built up so <laughs> it was oh, lovely man. to speak to you yeah, and yeah, was uh, do get in touch with us do send us your poetry do send us your idea for comparisons at snaptrack otherwise that's a royal fizzbin Override your replicator safety protocols and set it for Tribbles. Original, Harry Berry, and new Spicy Ranch. When your tummy needs a nibble, pour a bowl.